Welcome to the I Am Woman Project. I'm your host, Catherine Plano. I am a creative soul adventurer, a modern day alchemist, and a transformational coach for entrepreneurs, businesses, leaders, and for those who want to break the cycle of convention and redefine success one step at a time. I am on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Every week we have thought leaders, change instigators and inspirational human beings from around the globe that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, positive, cognitive and spiritual psychology to help you build wealth, health, love and achieve lasting transformation. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life and your business. Well, this week I'm super excited about our guest. We have Kayleen Langford, who is an entrepreneur, passionate coach, sunshine seeker, and all-round go-getter. Kayleen is committed to drawing together young, motivated individuals and throwing them in the mix with industry experts, funding opportunities, development programs, mentors, inspiring events, and keynote presentations. Filling in the space between opportunities and out-of-this-world outcomes, Kayleen supports and champions a new generation of Australian entrepreneurs and business owners who are ready to grab their dreams by the horns and ride them off into the sunset. Working with people to help them realize their potential and exceed their own expectations is what drives Kayleen to get up every damn morning. With over eight years experience developing and delivering youth programs, driving initiatives to support youth development, mentoring and building a thriving community for entrepreneurs to find their groove. Kayleen offers empowerment, encouragement and support to those with the same hunger to do something new, different and significant. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. Well, today we have one of our own all the way from Melbourne. Believe it or not, I was just explaining to Kayleen, it's very rare we have someone from Melbourne. Uh, so welcome to I Am Woman Project. Today we have Kayleen Langford. Uh, thanks for having me. No, it's, it's a, pleasure. a pleasure. And the way that we love to start the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration her unique story. So Kayleen, tell us what inspired you to do what you do today? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share. Um, it's funny when you say the word unique, I'm like, is it unique or is I just living life, you know? Um, but I guess everyone's got a unique story that's here to share. But I started, I obviously run Startup Creative and um, that's a business platform, um, podcast, print magazine, online courses, workshops, and I offer one-on-one -on -one business coaching as well. Um, so my passion is helping people to turn their business or their idea into a um, viable business. So that started um, about five years ago now and I was um, found myself in a bit of a rat race of going to the nine to five and climbing the ladder and, you know, um, getting the paycheck and only having four weeks paid leave and 
the anxiety around, um, you know, feeling sick or feeling like you need to be there for your partner and weighing up whether you have enough sick days or not, um, putting in leave forms for, for holidays. Like just when I look back on it now, I'm like wild. Like, you know, here I am sitting um, 9 a.m. on a Monday morning, you know, drinking coffee, watching it rain and, you know, chatting to another like-minded woman. It's a completely different world. Um, yeah, but so I started, I had this, um, yeah, I was frustrated with the work that I was doing and wasn't feeling creative and that my career, um, you know, wasn't fulfilling me anymore, even though, you know, on paper I was moving up through the ranks and um, started getting these really severe headaches actually. And I went to the doctor and the doctor said, look, I'm really worried about you. I think we need to get you for a scan took me for a scan um, and within 24 hours I had to wait and felt quite stressed and um, like was wow like what if something comes back here and um, my whole life is could change and I probably at the same time I was so miserable I was getting up and in the dark and commuting up to six hours at work to work and coming home in the dark um, so I was feeling like, oh, well, at least it might, you know, might not have to go to work, <laughs> you know. It was that bad. And then um, when the results came back clear, my doctor sat me down and said, I think you're really stressed. What's your quality of life like? And I was like, I'm miserable. Like, I'm really not happy. And, um, yeah, so she challenged me to do some stress management stuff. And um, at this, around the same time, um, my partner and I were going to some personal development courses and I picked up this book, Think and Grow Rich, by Napoleon Hill and it said whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve and in that very moment I was on the train commuting to Brisbane from the Gold Coast and um, was like right no one's coming to save you Kayleen like this is, you're not happy this life isn't serving you um, you know what are you going to do just like sit around and go through the motions for the however long um, and that really clear realisation that if I wanted something different, I had to do something different. And I pulled out a receipt out of my wallet and um, the book had given some strategies and was like, everyone has something to sell. And um, so I mapped out what would, if I could sell something and start a business tomorrow, what would I sell? And my background was program development. So I started working on a program of how to turn your passion into a business based on some other work that I had previously done um, and went out and sold it to councils and universities and businesses and said, hey, I want to rough facilitate this course. Um, and a few of them said yes, and that enabled me to leave my job. And then over the years, it's developed into really diving deep into the mindset and connecting to your purpose, um, building a business model out of that, and then um, helping people more on a one-on-one -on -one rather than through a third party. Wow. <laughs> I, and I also love that book. I, um, yeah. I I think I've read it a couple of times now. It's one of those I keep getting etheric slaps every time I pick it up and yeah. have a read through it. It's, it's, uh, it's a good reminder. Absolutely. And it blows my mind that it was written in like the 1930s or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And it's so relevant today, if not more, you know, and um, the concepts of what, you know, people could would consider like woo-woo or like motivational, you know, hacks and stuff, it's like so deeply ingrained in what I'm now coming to understand because I'm obsessed with, with understanding this whole idea of purpose and um, 
and why we're all on this planet. <laughs> um, but it really is sewn in across so many different religions and belief systems and, yeah, it's wild. Mm. You can't get away from that message. No, you can't, right? And it's not wee-wee anymore because, I mean, if you have a look at quantum physics and yeah. um, quantum entanglement, I mean, it's yeah. it's not wee-wee. This It's all backed up by Absolutely. research, science. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, I love that field of work. I've been studying Joe Dispenza. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I came across his work. For, again, synchronicities of life where I walked into a secondhand bookshop and I said, I want to learn about the mind. Like I just had this idea. And I walked into this bookshop and I saw Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and I was like, mm, I don't know. Like I saw the picture of Dr. Joe on the back and I was like, this kind of looks like every other like American white male author. Like do I really want to learn from someone like that? And then I picked it up. I was like, no, I have to go back. And I picked it up, read it within two weeks and completely changed my life. Mm, well, it's pretty amazing. It's very powerful. Maybe it starts with a Absolutely. thought, right? Absolutely. So I'm curious, Kayleen, how exactly did you start your business? Because you're talking about being on purpose. It's it's like you obviously intuitively followed your path or the things that presented. So talk us mm. through what did you do? Yeah, great question. This is, yeah, my favorite topic. I What did I do? I think it all really comes down to that action. So, I mean, it was never an easy path. Like I was in such deep pain and agony physically in my body, emotionally, everything around me felt horrible. And it was from like, I mean, in hindsight, I would try to avoid going back to that state. But it was from asking the question of how can this be better in that darkness and rather than saying like for a long time I was the victim I was like if all of these things outside are happening to me and why is everyone doing this to me and as soon as I flipped it and went how have I created this how have I allowed this and if I could create something different what would I create And all of a sudden you go from being a victim of your life to the creator of your experience. And that in itself, just like even now, saying that now, like I can feel in my body the power of of just being like, oh, yeah, shit, like anything is possible. Um, So I... The book actually had said, you know, I should go back and find, but it had said like everyone has something to offer, like we all have something. And I was like, what do I have to offer? And I mapped, like I mind mapped it. And so for me it was a um, program development. So I was, what I noticed, I had written a course, I'd asked to be in write a mentoring program about two years previous to this. And I wrote one and it got um, scaled across the state and I won an award for developing it. And so that was the first thing that stood out for me because I was like, oh, well, I got acknowledged for this, I think. And something I do with my clients now is saying, you know, what do people give you feedback on and say you're good at? Um, So I sat down and I surrounded myself with people too. So I was like, right, I'm going to do this. And because I – the desire and the why to get out of my funk was so deep that I would sit on the train and work and read and then I would come home and work on my business and then – Eventually, I negotiated four days a week so I could do one day a week at home and um, work on Startup Creative. And then um, and in that one day a week, I started 
networking. So I luckily came across a mentor who, when I wrote this program, and it was really basic. It was a two-page Word document. But because I knew, and I was at the beginning, I was targeting young people, and my whole career had been working with young people. So I knew everything about that industry and that sector and I knew where the money was and I knew what KPIs they had to tick and I knew how to engage young people and deliver it in a way that they would actually show up. Um, so I packaged it all up and then I, my mentor said, look, I think that's worth $10,000. And I was fresh, you know, I'd just come from earning however much you earn in a nine-to-five, what, $50, $60 an hour. <laughs> and all of a sudden he was saying, oh, it's $1,500 for two hours. Um, then I was like, all right, I'm doing it. And because he gave me that confidence, I just started pitching. I knew the sector really well and I just put my – and I was 23 at the time, so I do look back on that and go, there was a little bit of like youth naivety, bravery in there, I think, that got me over the line. Um, but I just hit the pavement and was like, right, who wants to buy this? And I, in the time span of the – I my contract had given me six months of – Um, contract work so I got to transition from nine to five to two days a week contracting to them for six months and in that six months I sold four of those programs and that allowed me to um, not go back. That's amazing and what exactly was your program about? So it was how to turn a passion into a business and I literally like I've since sent my document to clients of mine that I work with because I'm like nothing needs to be perfect and, you know, just get something to them. And it literally was a two-page Word document with a homemade logo on the top and I said these will be the outcomes of the program, here's the weekly breakdown of um, each of the weeks that I'll be presenting, here's what topics I'll be covering and um, here's how many people can fit in the program and let's like that. It was simple as that. Like it was an itinerary of the six weeks. But, that, <laughs> but I, that's the yeah. trick, right, to keep it simple. Super simple and I think, you know, what I now know about energy is like walking in with a confidence of like I absolutely am the best person to run this and I knew that because I had done probably seven or eight years in youth work and eventually working with kids at risk and then advising to government about the best practice for youth work across the state. So I, my passion was finding the best way to deliver a message that would engage and actually help someone and, and produce an outcome. Mm. So that's what I was really good at. That was my skill set. And I decided to apply that to entrepreneurship because when I every I just started reading all these articles about working for yourself in entrepreneurship and every time they described an entrepreneur, they said, you know, they'll have 30 jobs before they're 30, they're tech savvy, they, they move quickly, um, you know, they'll take big risks. And I was like, A, that's me. No one's ever told me I could be an entrepreneur. And B, that is the complete next generation. So we need to start teaching them this skill set because the current education system is outdated and does not fit um, what their what their new skill set and how their, their perception on the world is going to be. So um, I saw an opportunity to go, this is, you know, to be a trendsetter in the space. And because I, I guess I, that I was passionate so and I believed it so deeply in my soul that that was you know, such a need and that this trend would happen, um, I guess the people that I pitched to went, all right, we'll, we'll jump on the trend. 
That's awesome. And do you know what I'm listening, as I'm listening to your story, Kayleen, it's you're talking about using your skill sets. I can't tell you how many people I see go into business just because Mm. they see somebody else in business um, and they like what they do and they think, I could do this too, without actually working with their strengths or their skills Mm. and then wonder why they don't succeed within the first 12 months. Yeah. Which that's a really important thing, isn't it? To really work with your strengths and your skills. And then how do you bring that to life? You know, it, like you were saying, you know, how do you turn your passion into a business? Absolutely. I think, and more and more, more so, I, you know, as we understand the quantum physics and, you know, the energetic blueprints that this world is, you know, operating with, it is that this whole idea of alignment. So I think that, you know, when, we come down onto this earth as a human soul and however you believe that happens, I truly deeply am beginning to believe that you come down with a blueprint of these are your skill sets, this is what you're good at, this is, you know, why you've come down to have a certain expression on this planet in a certain form. And we, we the first, you know, have probably two decades of our life, we go through this process of forgetting that we actually came down in this really childlike matter or came into this world in this childlike state that was in awe and in wonder and, you know, completely mind-boggled by this beautiful existence. And then we get these conditionings which become self-limiting beliefs and we get told by our environment, no, go here, do this, don't do that, and they all become these deeply ingrained belief systems that we never question, we just allow to be programmed into our brain, and we never go, why am I like that? And we just end up being, you know, taken along in this lifetime without ever really questioning, what am I doing and why am I doing it? And the moment that you start to ask that question, you actually realize, okay, where is my life not serving me? And coming back into stillness and quietness and the sad thing is that most of us have this experience from pain or suffering or disease that comes into our lives and makes us actually stop and reflect but when you go into that deep centered space you actually like there's something in there that will light you up you know there's something in there that is your blueprint like the missing piece of the puzzle and you might not hear it straight away you might not notice it, you might not be able to identify it because you have years and years of conditioning that says, uh-uh, there is you know, no such thing as intuition or don't listen to the heart, listen to the head, go get a real job, you know, all these things. And I think as you come into that alignment with, wow, this is what I'm really good at and I could make a business from this, then it is, yes, about absolutely validating that and Anyone could start a business. I could probably start five businesses today um, if I wanted to. You know, there's I've got friends who are selling vintage clothes on Instagram and then they just transact it through a PayPal, you know, like there's not even a website involved. That's a business model. What I'm really interested in is people finding their passion and making that a viable business. And they have to come into a centered still space in your own inner work to be able to hear that message and then you can take action from there. Mm, I love that. And I'm a true believer of that too. I've been studying astrology for mm. um, what, four years or so uh, or a little bit longer, but really sort of honing into it in the last four years. And, and it's true. We do come here with a cosmic blueprint. Mm. And so as a 
uh, you know, when I speak to my clients, it's, it's what is getting in the way of what you want out of life because mm. life is not about getting what you want out of life. Uh, uh, you know, life is not about getting what you want out of life, but it's more life is about getting rid of what gets in the way because then that's mm. when you go back to your true self, the truth of mm. who you come here to be, um, do and have. So I'm, I really believe that. Yeah, it's this alignment, hey? Like mm-hmm. a friend of mine talks about it as a flow state. And most of us can identify, even if it's been for a split second, where life seems to flow with ease. And that is that is a state that is available to all of us. And that is when, you know, things happen and opportunities land in your lap or you meet the right person at the right time or, you know, you get given, you know, this gift or something that just goes oh and then like it all starts to line up like you know a a program that or key that's been unlocked and once you get into that flow state it's about or even if those moments throughout your day or your week where you you've noticed those flow states try and remember what it feels like try and really expand that energy in your body and notice it and you know remember it and fill your body with it and then keep coming back to that flow state. Because mm, it, it is, it, I mean, when things are not meant to be too hard and when yes. things are hard, you're, you're, you're actually getting in your own way. Uh, and that's what you're saying. You're not allowing that flow to, um, to you know, surrender to what's happening and don't push too hard. And then that's when the flow just naturally takes place. And like you said, you meet the right people, you're in the right place at the right time and things just mm. come to you. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's not, I think it's nice to be gentle on ourselves because A, we've had years and years of conditioning beyond our own human, you know, this life form, like generations before us that have said, um, do what needs to be done, go and get the job, suck it up, you know, oh, well, stick it out, you know, you you know, oh, well, it's nearly Friday, you know, like all of that mindset of just like do what needs to be done and there's no such thing as connecting to your heart and finding a passion and and living your best life. So this is kind of the first generation that's actually said, but what if you did it this way? Mm. Um, So it's not your fault if you've got this whole, you know, you're listening to this podcast being like, oh, you know, these women are crazy or like whatever, like this is, this is hard. It's not as easy as that, you know, it's like, well, it is. And it's just doing it one bit at a time. You don't have to expect that you're going to quit your job and, and everything's going to fall in into place instantly. It's about practicing. Okay. What, you know, do an audit of your life and go where, you know, health, wealth, um, relationships, travel, business, all of it, and write it out. What is the um, the ideal scenario for each one of those aspects of your life? Do it in first person, describe it with detail, with emotion, and then go, okay, where, which one of these is not in alignment to my current state? If that's the dream, where am I not aligned to that? Um, and then start taking one little step, make a plan. Okay. All right. If Um, My health is saying this, but I'm currently here. What's one thing I can do today to move towards that dream of my health? Yeah, and I I love that. That's about slowing down, pausing, and to do a life audit to really, and I don't Mm -hmm. think enough people do that. Yeah. So, Kayleen, I'm curious, uh, amongst your journey as an entrepreneur, what has been the greatest lesson that you have learned thus far? Oh, 
I think there's two. I think it would be you can't do it alone. I am a, you know, um, I was a, a long-distance runner in school and in university, so I was very used to, you know, giving my getting my training regime and hitting the track and doing the Ks and, and I was the only one to be responsible for on track day and um, that was definitely my inbuilt behaviour. But running a magazine, and you would know this, is a huge task um, that needs a lot of moving pieces. And any time I've tried to get too far ahead of myself and not bring a team along with me, um, I crumble and I get sick or I burn out or I haven't burnt out yet, but I have had moments of little um, of, yeah, of maybe burning out. Um, or feel stuck and frustrated and, you know, everything's hard again. And then, you know, when I do that call out and I look, oh, well, who who can I um, bring on to help me in this space, whether it has been a coach or a mentor or a VA or a um, business strategic um, visionary um, or whatever, uh, the, the load has been lifted and it means I can move further and with more ease. Um and I've just been so lucky and grateful to have so many amazing people who've seen the dream and come around and on the ride and, and want to see me succeed and plug me in with things that, you know, their skill sets that make me go further than I would have ever gone by myself. Um, and then my second one would be that there is such an element of surrender in this process and I'm very horrible at it. Like I very like to be in control and I like to have a plan and know where we're going and what time we're going to arrive and who's going to be there and everything. Um, and there is so much about this life and this journey that I could not have predicted and, you know, that that's the quantum field, right, is there's infinite possibilities of how this life can flow out and if you hold firm to your vision, then it's going to happen in ways you couldn't imagine um, because that's infinite. And if it wasn't infinite and it wasn't from the quantum unknown, then it would arrive in a way that you could have planned it, um, which is a lot more hard work. So I've definitely been using a lot of meditation and accessing you know, the quantum field and that beyond time and space um, to create my dream reality from there and, you know, I, I want to go and create in that quantum space, in a meditative space, and then come back and plan. But, um, yeah, the, the, some of my wildest dreams have come true from planting it in the quantum field and then surrendering and trusting and knowing that because I've done that, it's now coming for me. Um, and that's I often forget that that's when the magic happens. But when I remember, it, it's a beautiful reminder. And it's um it's one that I have to remind myself as well too because as long as we know what we want and why we want it, mm. the how is what we need to surrender to. Absolutely. And I think that if we're if we're trying to control too much on how it's going to land and how it's going to you know work out and the outcome and or you know get too much into the details, that's when we start getting in our own way. Absolutely. So I'm I'm um I'm still learning how to surrender. It's not an easy one, is it? No, it's very, very difficult, especially for anyone who's listening to this and is probably a natural entrepreneur or creator or, you know, looking to 
to take action on their dreams. It's like, yes, there is an element of taking action, but there is an element of surrendering and trusting and knowing that um, things will reveal itself. So I think it's exactly that, right? It's like we set this idea of where we want to go and then um, we can we can make a plan. If the plan starts to feel hard and that you're coming up against things, then go back and relook at where you're going and why you're going there. Um, but if you can come back and, and visualize and see where you're going and really connect with the emotion and the desire around that, then when you come back into this form, um, the plan feels easy and aligns and it reveals itself to you. Mm, so you're constantly checking in if you're if you're on track. Yeah, and tr- and trusting and using your body. You know, we've often been cut off from the body, and the mind has been given a lot of um, you know, importance. But the body has a lot of wisdom, so it's okay. You know, like looking at our chakra system and our alignment, and you know, what does it feel like in your body um, when you speak this goal out loud? You know, does it feel scary? Does it feel out of alignment that you're saying it or doing it because somebody else's vision for you or does it give you total and other excitement and joy and think wow like that if that came true that would be my absolute best and that's a sign that you're you found your purpose and you've got to go for it now Absolutely. So, Kayleen, another thing that we love to ask our woman of inspiration is about pain points. We believe everybody's got pain points. What would be mm. a pain point for you uh, in business or life and how do you work through a solution? Yeah, good question. Pain point for me. I definitely overcommit and try to over like a dream quite big and then um, expect it all to happen quite quickly and that can create a lot of overwhelm and self-doubt. I think actually, you know what, my biggest pain point, if I'm really real, is that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I genuinely have an underlying um, limiting belief that thinks I'm not good enough for, you know, the goals that I have or the relationships that I want or have around me. And on one level that... Um, that probably sends me into overachieving drive because I try to prove myself that I am good enough. But at the other end of that, it it can create real deep pain and discomfort for me because I, I, I try so hard and I, there's, it's hard for me to stop and surrender and to just trust. Um, so I guess for me, I've done a lot of therapy um, in my on my journey like I obviously started from personal development and then I've had I've done work in the tantra space I've done deep meditation I've done um, silent meditations I've done you know I did a week long with Joe Dispenza where I, um, that was for seven days and you know four hours at a time so I've done you know walking on fire and all sorts of I've thrown myself into understanding my unconscious as much as I can and my patterning and my belief systems and rewiring them and going just because I'm acting this way um, doesn't mean I have to be like this. I have the ability to go in to identify my limiting beliefs and my pain points and my struggles and the things that keep me small and um, unwire the the ones that aren't serving me and rewire a neuro pathway that um yeah, is wired to the success and the dream and the goals that I want for my life. And I think it is like 
when it comes to not feeling good enough, there has to be an element of, yeah, overcoming and rewiring that belief system and not playing into it. And something that Joe Dispenza taught me was like just having that trigger point that says like change, you know, is that word. And I often click my finger and say change when I notice that limiting belief, when I'm acting from that limiting space. Um, and try to stop it in its track so that it can't keep firing and wiring. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, that's a a great way to do it. I mean, when you're talking about working with the unconscious, and this is more so for our listeners, when you're talking about I am not good enough, that is a a common uh, statement that I hear women say often. And it's it's about challenging those beliefs as well. It's like, you know, is this really mine? Where does it come from? And actually, once you can identify where it comes from and separate yourself from it, because a lot of the times I myself have gone through it. um, Mm. And then I can clearly hear uh, it might be my mother's voice, for example. So the more that you can distance yourself to these limiting beliefs, and then like you said, start thinking and visualizing what am I good at Mm. and so this is how we then rewire our brain to start thinking about and all we need is to start collecting enough evidence Um, that's why I always say you know it's great to write down your achievements because uh, and especially with um, some of the women that I work with um, and they work in corporate it's when you're having that end of year or mid-year um uh, review at least you can actually look at your achievements but it also helps you uh, pull you out of that constant going back in I'm not good enough I'm not smart enough mm. I'm not who do you think I am all of these statements mm. that come out from you know the yeah mm. well I, th- I actually am reading an NLP book neuro-linguistic programming book at the moment and one of the things that made it was just like a light bulb moment for me was that uh, the human mind, it is easier to move towards something than away from something. So I'm a really big believer in like what you focused on expands. So when you're trying to change a habit and you're like, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You're actually focusing on and giving lots of energy and attention to what you're not wanting in your life anymore. But when instead of going, I'm not going to do that, but go, okay, when that feeling comes up or, um, you know, that thing I tempted to do, act or be in that certain way, instead of going, okay, don't do it, don't do it, go, okay, what's the opposite? Why am I moving away from that? And what am I moving towards? And focus on that. So it's like, okay, I said I'm not going to act like this. All right. Um, What am I, what's the opposite action? Exactly what you said and start moving towards that. And it's actually an easier energetic experience for your body and your mind. So definitely what you focus on expands and always having the vision as to why you're moving towards something means that you can activate those emotions in your body. Um, You know, when you write them down, they become so clear so you can um, access them much Mm. quicker. It's so true. And I mean, if you have a look at the unconscious mind speaks the language of pictures. So therefore, Mm. if you say to yourself, come Monday, I'm going to give up sugar, cigarettes, whatever that may be, Mm. you're focusing on what you want to remove out of your life. But Mm. your brain, what happens come Monday, if you give up sugar or cigarettes, you want it even more because the picture in your mind is of exactly what you want to give up. Mm. When in actual fact, this is lined with what you're saying, you focus on what you want to do instead. So yeah. by removing, by forgetting about what you want to give up, what do you want to replace it with? 
which is why vision boards and imagery and affirmations around the house are so important because they're an external environment. And if you've got a vision board or an affirmation or, you know, strong, powerful words of what you do want to create, even on the back of my phone, I always, my screensavers are always a vision or a wording of what I am moving towards. Because the, all of the, if you surround yourself with those messaging and those images, most of the time they're actually going to go into your unconscious mind because they become, you know, images that just sit there and you're not consciously going, oh, what is that? You know, like you've seen it for the first time. It's like you wake up and it's on the back of your door and it's going in and you, as you're in a, you know, waking lucid state. Um, and the, that means that the subconscious mind is getting those images and the more of those images that are in there, the more likely it is to access that um, as a memory, as an experience, and actually start to look for opportunities to create that more of that in your life. Oh, so true. And um, for those that listen to the show, they know I speak about it all the time. Every year I set myself a vision board with yeah. three goals of what I want to achieve for the year and I have it up on my wall. And so yeah. when I have these people that come to me with these um, shiny ideas um, and I'm one of these, yes, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. I now look at my vision board and and is it aligned with what I have on there? And mm. if it's not, I say maybe not this year, maybe next year. So it keeps yeah. me on track as well in business. Absolutely. And it, what, uh, what I was reading about the other day is that it actually, your brain actually starts to um, physically open the doors to those experiences coming to for, for real because it's it's looking for that vibrational match. That's right. As, as you go about the world. Yeah, so, so true. So, mm. Kayleen, I think we, as we've been talking, uh, we, I think we've talked through quite a few success hacks. Are there any yeah. other success, oh, can't even talk, success mm. hacks that you would like to share with us, um, success hacks in business? Yeah, I mean, success in business, I think, coming from, comes from absolutely having your vision and where you want to go. Um, and starting every day with that, so that really clear intention, building a team around you of people who are like-minded and who have been before you, so if that is a coach or a mentor, like they've been so invaluable in my life in holding a vibration and a message beyond what I could have ever imagined for myself and, you know, kept me accountable to us and to achieving it and just say fast-track you along the way. Um, and getting up and doing the work, like I think it was something that I, you know, even for my own accountability, but every person I've interviewed for the magazine or the or the podcast or have encountered on my journey or spoken alongside at events and they've got success or even read about in books, you know, is that they were at point A, they knew where they wanted to be at point B. And they did whatever it took. They got up and they figured it out. And it's you. sometimes you can only see one step at a time. And then sometimes you see a whole big path and you can go running for a little while and everything works. Um, but it doesn't matter what stage you're at, what's on the other side of that. The, the formula is the same for every single person. I'm here. I want to be there. All right. What is what? What resources do I have available to me to figure out what the steps are to get me from A to B? And am I prepared to get up and do it, even if there's going to be days when I don't feel like it? Um, and do what needs to be done. And you know, you might be the same as that. I have 
had hundreds of coaching clients over the last five years. I've worked with thousands of people. I've spoken at events to to thousands of people. Um, but there is a handful of people who will stand out from the rest and the ones that come and say, tell me what to do, tell me how to get there, and I'll do whatever it takes. And they call you within two weeks and go, I've just doubled my income or, you know, I did what you said and we made $80,000 and, you know, all of these amazing wins happen. Look at my new website. Um, you know, this client just called and asked me to do some work for them and they they turn to you and say thank you and I'm like I didn't do anything all I did was help you to get super clear on where you wanted to go and then sent you out with a plan and you did the work you know mm, that's it um so yeah I think if you you really truly deeply want success in your life um then don't stop figure out what you need to do to get there and do it like if I could pay to be in the room with Richard Branson or um, you know, I have been in the room with Oprah at one of her speaking events, but it's like, you know, Joe Dispenza is coming back to Australia. I brought tickets for his event in July. I'm like, these are the people that I admire that are living the dream that I want to live. Um, and or they're reflecting back to me an aspect of myself that I want to be better at. Of course, I'll do whatever it takes to be in that room. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And you're investing in you and your business and you're yeah. showing up. That's, yeah. that's, I think that's the trick as well. It's doing the, the work that needs to be done and showing up regardless of, um, you know, what's holding you back, you know, whether it's a belief yeah. system or what it, whatever that may be. There's always a way forward if you have a strong desire. Absolutely. And I think that's a really beautiful point and reminder is because depending on your conditioning and the beliefs systems that you've let run your life for the last however many years is how deeply wired and fired they are. And, you know, fair enough, I know that there's going to be people out there who went, yeah, but this happened and it will feel like a really justified reason as to why you act the way you act or you haven't gotten what you want. But there is story after story after story of people who should not have the success that they have based on the conditioning of where they came from, but they did mm -hmm. because they were, they were prepared to use the energy that they had to overcome and overcome and overcome and not stay in the same space, not stay in the same conditioning um so I know that there's people out there who might be listening going but it is so hard and my whole body is resisting this and I'm not doing it and I'm not getting anywhere keep going keep getting there like get up every single day and take one step and then celebrate the hell out of that step you know um, and then get up and do it again and it will get easier. Mm, and I think celebrate, you just said it there, that's another thing we don't do enough of is celebrate those little uh, wins, those little, regardless of how small they are because it's, you're actually rewarding yourself and that's really mm. important uh, part of our brain, uh, an emotional part of our brain. If we don't reward ourselves, then eventually the brain goes, well, what's the point me putting all this time, this energy, and when you don't acknowledge me, you don't acknowledge me, mm. you don't reward me. So um, I think that's really important for us to celebrate our wins. Yeah, and it just gives yourself a blueprint of like, hey, I set out to do this and I did it mm. and that's a win. Now you know that you can do that. Let, let's up the up the goal a little bit and mm. you, you've taught you you've actually observed in yourself that you're capable of setting a task and completing it which led to an outcome that you wanted great mm. let's keep repeating that action <laughs> yeah spot on <laughs>
So, Kayleen, as we start wrapping up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to share one, oh, actually to pick one word that best describes your personal brand. What would be that one word for you? Uh, I, I would like to think it's relatable. Relatable. I love that. And the mm. last question as we wrap up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration is to pick three shiny gold nuggets uh, to leave for our listeners. And they can be three practical exercises for our audience today. Yes, absolutely. So I've mentioned it before in this talk, but um, what you focus on expands. Like, write that out and read it to yourself every single day. I know for a fact that that is true. Science has proven that, you know, you can test it pretty bloody quickly, but whatever you're focusing on is what is going to get more and more. It's, you know, you think it, all you have to think about is like when you think about that person chewing really loudly and all you can think about is like, Oh my God, it's really annoying me. You're going to, it's going to just expand that energy. Um, but at the same time, if you, you focus on, um, gratitude or your goal or whatever, then that is what expands in your life. So um, ha- take um, uh, audit of what you're focusing on and where you spend your energy throughout the day and um, reclaim your power and channel that focus into exactly what you want for your life. So I personally do this in a, a morning meditation practice. Um, most mornings where I do a guided meditation from Dr. Joe or I do some music or I do a walking like meditation. Um, but I'm visualizing exactly where I want to go in the present moment and what I want for my life. And I give it all of my focus, all of my attention and time and time again, I've seen that reality come to, to life before me. So what you focus on expands, be really diligent about where you give your energy um, and start every day with intention and consciously create your existence. So that would be number one. (laughs) Number two, I think, is definitely do the work. So, you know, do that life audit of every aspect of your life. Um, Decide where you want to be. You you might have certain parts of your life where you're like, I'm absolutely fine here. This is exactly what I dreamt of. Um, But pick those aspects of your life that you think need improvement or that you'd like to grow in. Write that goal out in present terms. So I, Kayleen, wake up with abundant health and I leap out of bed and I have a green juice and then I go to the gym or whatever, right? Have that dream into that vision and then figure out what's missing. Okay, cool. Well, I don't, I'm not going to the gym and let's, today I'm going to go buy a dream, uh, gym membership or you know, I don't have access to green juice. All right, what do I need to do to get access to green juice? I'm going to get them delivered or go buy a juicer or, you know, go up to the corner store every weekend. I don't know, whatever. So um, start to then make really practical steps that will take you in the direction so they're not just these goals that sit on a piece of paper for you. Um, You've actually got a plan to get you there and then get up and look at it every day and, and start ticking them off. Um, And then number three, I think, is everything happens for a reason. So trusting and believing that the art of surrender is probably if you're feeling like you've done everything in your power to try and get the outcome you want and it's really not happening still, then totally surrender it. And often right beyond that surrender moment, um, something magical happens. So, um, yeah, if, if if there's a part of your life right now that does feel hard or stuck or or overwhelming, um, yeah, sit in stillness and surrender and trust and 
and completely and utterly with your whole being, you know, cut the ties and surrender and give it back to the universe and go, I trust you, I believe in you, I know that this is all happening as it should and that my best interest is at heart. Um, and, yeah, do a little ritual in that space. Mm, I love all three and I think with the third one too, it's everything does happen for us, not to us. And yeah. then when we understand and surrender to that, um, then we're not playing in that victim space, which I think is really important and very um, key yeah. to uh, a business owner or an entrepreneur, that's for sure. Absolutely. And it just reminds me, it's like what you can notice is if you haven't surrendered yet um, or that you're not in a flow state, your body feels contracted. So again, using the body as an in, in indication as to what state you are in, I f- you know, feel contracted, it feels tight in your chest, it might feel like you can't see opportunities that you know, your, your language is I can't or I don't have it or I can't afford it or whatever. And it feels very limited um, compared to in those flow states where you feel completely unlimited. You're like, holy shit, what's going to happen next? This is wild, you know. Um, so, yeah, noticing in your body where you feel contracted and, and going, okay, I'm going to surrender and move into that unlimited state. Mm, I love it. I love it all. So, Kayleen, mm. where's the best place for our listeners to find you? Yeah, so I have a website, obviously, startupcreative.com.au. I'm on Instagram at Startup Creative. We have a podcast called at Startup Creative on iTunes and Spotify. Um, we're on Facebook. And, um, yeah, I have a bunch of resources. So for those of you who might be sitting here going, shit, I'm going to actually do something about that passion or idea or I want to start to find it. I do do one-on-one business coaching that helps you get your idea clear and then make that plan. Uh, but there's also some webinar trainings, ebooks, resources, free downloads, podcast, blog. Um, that's all focused about taking your idea and making it a reality. So check it out. It's all on Startup Creative and get in touch, Kayleen, at startupcreative.com.au if you would like some tailored, personalized help. Kayleen, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. This has been awesome. It's uh, definitely a very different interview than what I expected. I've really enjoyed every moment of it. So thank you so much for your time and your energy and I'm sure our listeners will reach out. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. What a great day to start a Monday. I know. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please share the show with your friends to help us make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes or please subscribe to the show. The more subscribers, the better the speakers for the show, which then means more value for you so that together we can help the world become a better place. Don't give it another thought. Hit the subscribe button and help people get their weekly lessons. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplanner.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Katherine That's it for now. Until next week, wishing you a fabulous day.